Hey, this is Malaika, one of the co-hosts of this podcast. I just wanted to let you know that the audio quality in some parts of this episode are, unfortunately, not so great. We are really new to this whole recording thing and are trying to use the tools and equipment available in our homes. So please bear with us and we hope you enjoy. Hi, everyone. My name is Maylin. And I'm Mal, and this is our podcast, Aya Hodaya. This is episode one. What's in a name? So you're probably wondering who the heck we actually are. So as you know, my name's Maylin. I'm 16 years old, and I live in the Bay Area, California, United States. And as you know as well, my name is Mal. I am also 16 years old, but I'm older than her by a month. Um, <laughs> and I live in Vancouver Island, British Columbia, Canada. Cool. <laughs> so this is a little awkward for us because um, we've never done this before, obviously. So we're just, I guess, trying to learn the ropes of it. So bear with us. Yeah. But, um, yeah, our plan was to each say a fun fact about each other. So my fun fact about Maylin is that <laughs> Maylin really, really, really likes boba. And I call it boba for her because here where I live, we all call it bubble tea. Which is wrong. It's not wrong, okay? It's just a different way of saying Everyone it. here calls it boba. It's boba. I get bubble tea from a Taiwanese chain store that originates in Taiwan, which is where they're all tea Taiwanese, and they call it bubble tea. <laughs> oh God! Agree to disagree. Okay, what's your fun fact about me? My fun fact about you. My fun fact about Mal is that she has a younger brother, and whenever we call on the phone, she's always yelling at him. That's because he's always messing with my stuff. Anybody who has a younger sibling would understand the struggle. I am the younger sibling. She is the younger sibling, so she has no idea what she's talking about. Nope, Anyways. I used to annoy my brother all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised, honestly. Thanks. Okay, so um, if we want to talk a little bit more about the name of our podcast, which is Aya Hodaya, and you guys are probably wondering, what in the world does that mean? It sounds yeah. like English. I don't know where this came from. What's going on with oh, the name? You can't pronounce it either. Yeah, it's, it's a tricky one. So um, just to give you a little bit of background about the two of us, uh, Maylin and I are both mixed race girls. And yes. even though we live in different countries, um, we're both um, part African and um, Maylin is part Chinese as well and native Alaskan, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so I'm half Chinese, a quarter native Alaskan and a quarter African-American. Yeah, and I myself am half African, like from Africa, not African-American, yeah. um, and uh, half Iranian. So what we wanted to do because, um, well, being mixed is always a struggle in terms of identity. We wanted to take a piece of our identities that we somewhat identify with and bring them into the name. So it happened through a really <coughs> funny text conversation that was um, originally me being kind of sarcastic and jokey, saying, because um, Maylin texts the word Aya a lot, but she never says it out loud, apparently. Yeah, it's, it's weird. 
I never say it out loud, but I texted it a lot specifically to you. Yeah. <laughs> but like, um, where did you start hearing it? Why don't you share that? <laughs> okay, so like I said, I'm half Chinese and I live in a place where there are a lot of Asian people. And Aya is something that mostly the Chinese grandmas, but some well, anyone can say it, but I say it's mostly like the thing that Chinese grandmas say. And it's like basically just an expression to express um, exasperation, like, oh my God, ah, yeah, whatever, you know? So that's where I get that from. And I say that to Mal a lot because I'm always exasperated with her. Oh, wow. Okay, thank you <laughs> for that explanation. And so, uh, what made me think of something from my Persian side of the family was because in Farsi, there is a phrase that people also say when they're exasperated, which is khuraya, which is like basically just, oh God, like what the heck, like, you know, something to that measure. Yeah. And um, I was like, oh, you know, what's kind of funny because Aya is kind of close to ah, what if our podcast name was Aya Khodaya? <laughs> and Melin- I love it. She loved it. And I love it. Yeah, we just decided to roll with it. So I don't think anybody else would understand it just by hearing it, but I like it. Unless you find a half Chinese, half Iranian person somewhere. Yes. <laughs> you might <laughs> like really connected with both of their cultures. Yeah. So um, you're probably going to be hearing a lot more about our different cultures and how that kind of affects our identity a lot so um stay tuned for that as well yeah. being mixed is a struggle it is it's it's a very interesting challenge that some people face and um it's getting to a time in the world where people should start to recognize that not everybody's just one race and um yeah we're talking about race a lot in my family and it's always like Obviously, with the whole Black Lives Matter movement, we talk about race a lot because my dad's part Black, but the way that I can relate to it is talking about my mixed race heritage. So, yeah, it's come up a lot lately. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's always a, a little bit of a challenge. It's a tough topic to kind of come to grips with, but um, something my parents say that always kind of um, makes me happy about it is... Um, <laughs> There's apparently a saying that says, no matter how ugly the parents are, oh my God. if kids are going to be mixed, they will always be beautiful. So, are beautiful. <laughs> two beautiful girls coming at you. Yeah, so, um, again, another weird thing. Um, if you're paying <laughs> attention, you probably noticed we don't live in the same city. Or the same country. Or the same country for that matter, <laughs> yeah. So, um, here's the story of how we met, basically. The abridged version. Yes. There is, <laughs> if, if, if we, like, really got into it, it would be long. Maybe um, one day we'll get into all of the horrible specifics, yeah. but until then, you're getting the abridged version. Exactly. Anyways, I have a question. Are we yes. going to include the version that includes our third friend who also lives in another country? Wow, I think we should just to make it a little bit more confusing for everyone. Yeah, that's a great idea. Okay. Of me. So, 
Okay, I can tell my version and then you can tell yours because I think we all remember it kind of differently. Yes, because we are three different people. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, by the way, our third friend, her name is Bella. She's a sweetheart. Um, we she, love her. Yeah, she lives in the United Kingdom and she's Brazilian. Um, and she will be joining us from time to time on this podcast as a guest, a recurring yes. guest. So, um, get ready for that. Yeah. But anyways, so um, we met online. <clears throat> um, it was probably a year and a half ago. And uh, what happened was we were all following the same Marvel fan account because we're all geeks and nerds and fangirls. So, we all love Marvel. Yeah. On, and this was on Instagram. Yeah. Um, and then what happened was Bella reached out to Maylin in early December. And I also reached out to Maylin in early December through comments, sections, and stuff, and then kind of transitioned into DMs. <laughs> um, and then through Maylin, <coughs> I had come across Bella's account, and then I started messaging Bella in mid-December. And I didn't, like, actually know that Maylin, like, knew, knew Bella. I just, like, came across her through her account. But we started talking anyways. And then I was also talking with Maylin at the same time, both separately. And then if, from what I understand, Bella was also talking to Maylin and me separately. And then Maylin was talking to Bella and me <laughs> separately. And then by New Year's, we realized we were all talking to each other and we all knew each other and we all had the same area of interest. So we're like, why don't we make a group chat? And so since New Year's of... 2019, I think it was, we have, basically, we just always talk together, and kind of, like, there are obviously separate side conversations between, like, the two of us, and that weird triangular kind of connection, <laughs> but when, when we, like, really, really talk, most of the time, we all talk the three of us together, so yep. that's the story of how we met, and yeah, um, actually, really cool thing, Maylin met Bella in real life, Oh my god, yeah, I did. Uh, <laughs> last summer, I was in London. My brother had just graduated from high school, so we were going on, like, a graduation trip because we never go outside of the country. And he wanted to take this big tour all around Europe and go to all these historical places because he's a nerd. But I said, why don't we just go to London? And he agreed. Little did he know I had an ulterior motive. <laughs> so, <laughs> on like, it was the second to last day of our trip, and Bella took the train down to Hyde Park, I think, and we spent the whole day together. At that point, my brother had flown home for a, some kind of job or whatever, but that's irrelevant. So, we spent the whole day together. We went to say what? I didn't know that he left early <laughs> on his oh, own yeah. trip. He was, he was starting some kind of internship and he needed to be home on a specific day. So oh. yeah, he left by himself. <laughs> but anyways, we went, we met. There's lots of hugging, lots of crying. Uh, <clears throat> we went to a museum for like a couple minutes because we weren't really looking at the artwork. We were just talking. Um, and then we just hung out in the park had a little picnic, and then we, it was, it was like around dinner time, so we took her to this, um, 
this Chinese restaurant, which was funny. It was, it was her first time eating Chinese food, and I feel kind of bad because it was kind of mediocre Chinese food, but you she enjoyed it, so. Real Chinese food, you have to have, like, a Chinese friend who, like, cooks this food on a regular basis. Ooh, I do not cook my own Chinese food. You don't? Oh, I have no. Friends. My mom cooks Chinese food. She's not Chinese. No. But we have friends from who like moved from China to Canada and they taught my mom some of the dishes that they make. And my mom kind of does her own thing too. But whenever we go to their house and we have Chinese food, it is honestly like the best thing. Like I would never go to a Chinese restaurant because I know there's something better out there. Really? <laughs> Okay, yeah, home-cooked Chinese food is the best. Whenever we go to my grand my grandparents' place, my grandma always has Chinese food, but I don't know if she actually cooks it or if she's if she like gets takeout because she's super busy taking care of my grandpa. But yeah. My mom does not cook traditional Chinese food. <laughs> yeah, neither does my mom. She like my mom's, like, interesting when it comes to cooking because she, like, learns a lot of different recipes from different cultures by watching and asking people, like, what the ingredients are so she can, like, at least get the flavors right. But then she kind of does her own thing with it and she mixes things together and almost 100% of the time it tastes, like, absolutely amazing. If you ask my dad, 100% of the time it tastes <laughs> amazing. That's cool. I'm gonna be honest. There's some things I don't like, but it's not because her cooking's bad. It's because... I don't like certain things that are in the dish. Like, yeah. I'm not a fan of shiitake mushrooms. So if there's shiitake mushrooms in the dish, there's <laughs> a chance that I'm not really going to enjoy the overall dish. Yeah, I get that. I just forgot. Actually, I just remembered that my brother makes this really good chow mein. He makes the noodles by hand. My oh parents my got him a pasta maker. It is so good, and he, like, stir-fries the noodles and adds all the sauce and all the stuff. It is delicious. I should ask him to make me some. Yeah, I'm having that when I come eventually to visit you. (laughs) (laughs) Our hypothetical trip. Um, Anyways, um, back on track. By the way, you should know, we are bound to get distracted. So every time we get off topic, I'm going to put a little record scratch in this space <laughs> right here. <clears throat> and then we I will go back to the topic that we were at before. So, um, and now, um, Maylin, why don't you share uh, your version of the how we met story? Right, we were doing that. <laughs> it's basically the same as yours. Um, I remember, We were all following the same Marvel fan account, and me and Bella started talking first. It was, like, around November, December, the wintery months. Um, And then I talked to you, like, a little bit, and then I was kind of like, oh, whatever, and didn't really think much of it. And then we started talking again in, like, mid-December-ish. So, yeah, maybe I did talk to you first, but... Yeah, I don't know. It was, like, very brief. I actually remember the exact date I started texting you. Really? Yeah. Like, the day I <laughs> texted you. I know that's that so strange. Really, really strange and kind of creepy, but I have the date, like, in my mind because I did something else on that day, uh, and that makes me, like, remember it. So it was December 6, 2018. 
Oh, okay. So then I was probably... That's why I text yeah. you every year on December 6th, even though it's technically only been one year, and say happy yes. friendship anniversary because that's the first time we started. Right. You did text me a like, year from that like, day. How <laughs> do you remember that? Right. Okay. Where was I? Oh, yeah. I remember I was, it was winter break for me at my school. So we were on this road trip to Arizona and it was like New Year's Eve, New Year's Day that I started talking to Mal. And then it was actually, I'm pretty sure it was my birthday because she wished me a happy birthday. I have a birthday in early January. You wished me a happy birthday. And then I was like, oh, how did you know it was my birthday? And you said, Bella told me or something along those lines. And then that's how I realized that we all knew each other. And then you made a group chat. Yeah, that was, that was pretty, it was, it was pretty great. Not gonna <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, that's kind of crazy. Like how, like, I don't, I don't know about the people listening, you guys, please feel free to contact us through our emails and stuff. But, um, do you guys have any online friends? How long have those friendships lasted? Oh, I'm sure they do. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure many people do. A lot of, a lot of people in, like, the, in, like, older generations are, like, afraid of online people. Mm-hmm. I remember you guys aren't my first online friends, but you're my best online friends. But I was talking to this guy who lives actually a few cities away from my city. So we could go and hang out if we wanted to. We just never do. But mm-hmm. I met him on Instagram. He was following me and I just like DM'd him and I was telling my mom about him. And she was like, are you sure he's real? Are you sure he's legit? So like, there, they were definitely a lot more paranoid about that guy than they were that was like two or three years ago they were definitely a lot more paranoid about him than they were about you guys by the time i met you guys they were kind of cool with it yeah mine like i had had another online friend from ireland and when my mom found out about that because my friends don't know when to shut up Then my mom gave me this huge lecture about like how I don't know this person's intentions and all yeah. like, usual stuff, which is, fair, which is fair because sometimes that is the case. You yes. have to be careful online. I'm not saying don't be careful online. <laughs> in this case, I knew who this person was. I knew that there was nothing shady happening over here. Yeah. So when I started becoming friends with Lynn and Bella, I actually kept it from my parents for a good seven months. Yeah. It was a long, gruesome time of secretive texting, phone calls when people were out of the house. And we could only call when your parents were gone. I have to admit, I am not proud of it. I'm really, really not proud of it because I, I feel like I totally should have been honest with them because even though when I said like I came clean and I told them about it. My dad, who I actually thought was going to be the less chill one, was the more chill one. Mm. And my mom was more upset that I didn't feel like I could call her. Oh, my God. It was like, we worked through it. It took a few, a solid few months, but um, 
I wasn't like not allowed to talk to you guys anymore. So we would just keep talking and I could call you like when I was around and then um, you introduced me to your mom and I introduced you to my parents and virtually did, like vir virtually obviously. And we did the whole, yeah. we haven't met in real life. Thing. Yeah, we haven't. And I feel like your parents don't know how much I know about them and my parents don't know how much. Oh my God. Yeah. My mom does not know that you call her Mama Chang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we made a promise that I would never say that to her to her face. But, <laughs> but I will definitely always have it in my heart that that's who she is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, I actually don't know that much about Bella's parents. Those are the only, like... We know a lot about your parents. And a yeah. Lot parents. I'm not going to say their names because I don't know if they want that. Yeah. But um, I don't know a lot about Bella's parents. I don't really know what, I don't, I don't know what her parents' names are. Me neither. I know a little bit about them. I know her dad's really good at cooking. And I know. Well, they speak Portuguese. I don't know Portuguese. Her dad speaks better English than her mom. That's what I oh, know. I didn't know that. And I know like their jobs and like things about like their family in general but like I don't know a lot about them <laughs> you know more than me I know more about her boyfriend than I know about her parents oh yeah for sure I <laughs> a lot more. and her sister yeah yeah for sure um but yeah anyways so <coughs> I can scratch and we're back so the next thing that we were going to talk about is actually Maylin and I were supposed to meet uh. on April 2nd, 2020, and you can guess what happened. We got a little visit from COVID-19. Miss Rona. The borders closed and the <sighs> canceled, unfortunately. And it was going to be the best day ever. We had everything. It was going to be amazing. She was going to skip school. I was. I was going to take my chemistry midterm a day early so I could spend the day with her. Yeah. And then guess what happened? Yeah. Miss Rona. Excuse me. How rude. Anyways. But to tell you the plan, which is still intact, by the way, this is still what we're going to do when we, like, yeah. Oh, definitely. When she comes here. Um, is, hey, why am I always the one visiting you guys? Well, um, because uh, you want to travel. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm poor and I have no money and I don't have a job. <laughs> you work at Woodminster, you can pay. A flight into San Francisco wouldn't even be that long. Therefore, it probably wouldn't cost as much. Probably. I don't know. Three to four hundred dollars round trip from Vancouver. Wow. Yeah. I took a really shitty flight once like to <laughs> Bell. What, what was it? Like Belfast, Washington. It was so bad. I mean, it was only like an hour and a half, but it was the worst flight I have ever taken. Love and that. it was it was because we were going to Vancouver to see family. Before exactly. Her family lives close to me, so that's another yes. reason why it's a little easier for her to come in this direction. But that won't stop me from going in her direction. I'm definitely gonna yeah. You better come here. But the plan is, when she comes, um, I'm going to uh, take her out for boba here. Yeah. 
at a place called Chat Time. It is one of the only bubble tea places we have where I live, actually, because- a travesty. Okay, there's a lot more in like a different city on the island, um, but my city's more like smaller, so there's not like as many places, but if you were to go to Vancouver, there would be a lot there. Like there's probably one on every corner. So Vancouver's overrated. It is kind of a little bit. <laughs> I just like it because I have family there. So like I like enjoy visiting them and I have friends there too. I but like the parks. The parks are so pretty. I would take her to get boba and then I would we would eat out for dinner that night with yes. our family. Because what was supposed to happen was she was supposed to arrive on um, April 1st, like in the afternoon, evening. Sure. I remember this. I remember this whole plan because I had it written down. So weird. So I could remember. And your Airbnb was close to my school. So my plan was if you got there before I finished school, I would walk to your Airbnb from my school. And that's how we would first meet. And then I was going to pick you up from school. Yeah, that could have also happened. Um, yeah. And then um, that first night, our families would go out for Vietnamese food together. Yes, pho. Pho because it's so good. And I love pho. And then um, we take a sunset walk um, down yeah. here because I live on an island, so I'm surrounded by ocean. Hey, I live ocean. on an island too, Missy. Yeah, I know, but like British Columbia and Pacific Northwest Ocean is like different than California Ocean, you feel? No. Yeah, because, okay, you'll see it when you come here, but <laughs> like, okay, the water probably looks the same, not gonna lie about that. But when I see California beaches, it's like sandy and palm tree-ish. Here, it's like, some parts are sandy, but it's also kind of rocky and pine tree-ish around, and there's like islands on a beach surrounding the ocean. It's really pretty. It's like a different kind of pretty than palm tree and sunsets and that kind of stuff. We still get nice sunsets here, though. I associate and palm trees more with SoCal, Southern with, California. But like the photos you sent me yesterday. I know, I know. Because <laughs> in my head, I'm like, yes, palm trees are L.A., but we yeah. actually have palm trees all over. Mm -hmm. And then what we would do the next day, um, do you remember I told you about that really awesome ice cream place we have here? Yes. Yes. And I would pay $5 for one ice cream cone for both of us. We would pay 10 We could actually just get a pint of ice cream there for 10 bucks. That would have been a lot more ice cream Dang. for a better deal. Anyways, I mean, I know our currency is different, but that seems like a lot for ice cream. It is, but it's all almost all of the ingredients are local and it's oh. made inside the store. Like you can actually watch it being made. Oh, wow. So like if it's like, a, if they're making like a berry sorbet, the berries come from the island. The hey. milk comes from island cows. Like literally uh, everything cows. is from here. So it's, it's really, really awesome in that way. And that's probably why it's a bit more pricey. So yeah. Kind of a bit of a hipster place too. <laughs> And then what else? We were just gonna walk around downtown. That was my plan. We were, we were gonna hang out and take out and take pictures, pictures, and just like spend time together because yeah, like, there's like when when you're in an online friendship, there's always that time where it's like I wish you guys could have been here for that, 
Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Want to, I really want you to be here for me when, and not just over text, you know, like I want to be able to give you a hug when you're sad. I want to be able to congratulate you when something good happens to you. Yeah, definitely. Not just in black and white words. Yeah. Like there's, there's always that feeling there. And like, it's especially hard for the three of us because we're kind of like the three musketeers in a way. And we got like a dynamic duo trio kind of thing going on. So like if we were all together, even though we have drastically different personalities, <laughs> we probably end up spending a lot of our time together. Like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I so, cannot count the amount of times I've said, I wish you guys lived here. Yeah, I've also so I could do this that. with you, so I could do that with you, so I could introduce you to my friends here. You could go to high school here, blah blah blah. I know, right? But one of the things that is stopping me, besides getting an American citizenship, which I don't want to do, is visa. <laughs> that's true. That's but a thing. I'm in this thing in Canada where it's called a French immersion program. So, um, right. our high school degrees in my province, they're called uh, dogwood. So you get a dogwood degree. And then if you're in French immersion, because you learned another language on top of that from kindergarten to grade 12, and you kept through with that language, um, you get a double dogwood. And it's really helpful if you're applying for jobs within the government, because any position in the government that you have, you have to have some sort of level of French. There's level one, two, three, and four. So four is what the prime minister has to know because it's like you got to be able to f like really really well communicate with everybody uh-huh. in the country but level one is for like kind of like lower government workers and like maybe level three is for like the supreme court or something you know just like yeah they got it like it depends so i worked really hard to get my double dogwood i finished actually grade 12 french this year in my junior year for you Americans in my grade 11 year for <laughs> I had to um, teach her American <laughs> school language freshman <laughs> sophomore junior senior she had no idea what I was talking about <laughs> yeah there was multiple times where like can you please speak English <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so now that I have that actually if they would let me keep my double dogwood I would totally come for like a semester abroad to California and I would totally try and live with you and like that would be so cool but um that's probably not gonna happen because my school's probably gonna be online because of coronavirus <laughs> yeah and the French program at my school sucks yeah but the I French, finished my French classes so that's like you know the French one teacher at my school taught Spanish she <laughs> had to teach herself French but no it wasn't even French one it was French two she had to teach herself French, and she would, she would say half the class in, like, Spanish and half of it in French. It was so bad. And then the new French teacher, I'm not in French, but I have friends who are in French. This is how I know this. The new French teacher is, like, some lady from, I want to say, either Egypt or Ethiopia, one of those E countries. <laughs> and she has a very thick accent barely speaks any English, just yammers on and on and on in French. And for people who had the Spanish teacher in the previous year, they do not understand a word she is saying. Oh my God. It is terrible. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, unfortunately, in my school, so there's the two adjoining French programs. There's the immersion programs for people who went to elementary school in French and English mix. And then there's the core French program for people <clears throat> who want to study a second language when they come to high school. So this year, they actually ran short of teachers in the second semester because wow. someone tired or got sick or whatever. And they had to get the Spanish teacher to teach French. And <laughs> their, their alternative was, this guy knows not a word of the language. He didn't have time to teach himself the language. Yeah. So they got three, normally there's only one peer tutor per class, but they got three or four higher level immersion students, like 10, 11, 12 students, to go and peer tutor in that class and basically teach the class French. It was wow. a great French class. So it's like, bonjour, comment ça va? On va conjuguer ces verbes kind of stuff, you know? No idea what you're saying. I was saying, hello, how are you? These are the verbs we have to conjugate. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so. Yeah. Um, to finish up this episode, <laughs> we are going to talk about a hobby that we have that we greatly would recommend. You, would you call it a hobby? It's kind of a hobby. If you do it with like more than one person, I'd call it a hobby. Because like you're sustaining yeah. that like contact. Anyway, so our hobby is we are very avid letter writers. Yes. We love getting stuff in the mail. Oh my god, it's so much fun. I love mailing stuff to Maylin, and Maylin loves mailing me stuff, and sometimes we'll stuff little goodies or gifts and stuff in yeah. envelopes. Um, we gave each other birthday presents this oh year. Oh my god. All of our birthdays are in the winter, like December, January time. So we sent packages. Like I sent package to Bella and one to Maylin. I bought <clears throat> Bella lipstick and hoop earrings because she loves hoop earrings and she loves lipstick. Yeah. And I bought you a friend sweater. Which, I'm which I love. Which she loves. And then Maylin, I was so happy. She bought me a shirt because Maylin participates in a thing called Key Club. Oh, yeah. I forgot. In some places. I don't know how popular it is in Canada, but for those who don't know, it's a service club. So they it's technically international, so there could be clubs in Canada, but that's true. But I they don't, don't have them where I live, anyways. Yeah. Um, but it's like a service club. So you go out and do community service and that kind of stuff. And yeah, it's just kind of the general rundown of it. So she bought me a shirt from that club because I love from, them because they have my division. So it's kind of complicated. I will try to explain. Each district, I'm in the California, Nevada, Hawaii district because I live in California. Cali Each Nevada. district. What? Cali Nevada. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Each district has a bunch of divisions, which are basically like groups of high schools who have their own clubs. So my division is the, our mascot is the Lavender Llamas. And the shirt design was adorable. My friend designed it. Um, so I bought her one and I sent it to her. It's so cute and she wears it. Lots of llamas on the back and a big llama on the front. And I got like yeah, a horrible and everything. It like <laughs> it just like it fits really well with me and like my personality. And I've gotten so many comments on it. And really? Do people ask you what it's from? Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, my friend from <laughs> California said this to me. It's from Oh my god. 
And um, oh, you, I told you I was obsessed with Burt's Bees chapstick and he sent me a package. Oh yeah. <laughs> and decorative tape. I think, I think that was, oh, and the sticker. You also sent me a, a sticker, which I actually have on my laptop. Yes, I sent you a llama um, sticker. Because each, each of your, um, because you're the lavender llamas, that yeah. each high school takes their high school's mascot and incorporates it with the lavender llama. So you guys are the hornets? Hornets, yeah. Yeah, hornets. So the, the llama has little antennae. Oh and my gosh, really so <laughs> I love it. Really adorable. Seriously, the girl who designed it, genius. Oh my god, so good. Anyways, um, so letter writing is really fun, and you can send each other packages. And I totally recommend it to support your postal workers during this. Yes. Time, whether it's USPS or Canada Post or the U.S. Postal Service, UPS. <laughs> No, they call, okay, in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, they call it USPIS, so I'm just- I know, we don't have USPIS. Well, no, U.S. Postal Service, so it's like you're sticking vowels even though they don't- Right, right, right. We don't call it USPIS, it's USPS, or the one that we use is UPS, which I don't know what it stands for. Yeah, I know, I know, we have UPS here too. Okay. Yeah, anyways- so there's my little Brooklyn Nine-Nine reference for you guys. <laughs> we definitely recommend it, and um, it's a good way to keep in touch during these times, keep a little bit of suspense. It's going. great. It's great. Also, you don't have to have an online friend to write letters. I've it's been writing letters to my friends who live in the same city as me. I could walk over to their house in 20 minutes and drop the letter in their mailbox, but I don't. Um, so yeah, it's great, especially because of coronavirus and quarantine you're probably not seeing your friends and if you are you better be social distancing and wearing a mask if you live in the united states and so yeah it's, it's great never be too careful yeah especially to my ontario and quebecers stay strong <laughs> <laughs> up there um but um yeah i sent out 19 letters to people in i think it was <clears throat> i don't was it five or seven different countries, maybe? Many countries. different people, ranging all the way from Australia to New Zealand to the United Kingdom to the States, just like everywhere. The States. <laughs> I call the United States the States because... Like a proper British person. <laughs> my fault we were colonized longer than you. <laughs> hey, we were also colonized. I said longer than you. Oh, okay. Fine. Anyways, um, so our point is you should try it out. It Write is a letters. Lot of fun. And um, handwritten letters mean the world to some people. It shows so much care and love. It's a lost art. It is. It really is. Nobody I, gets handwritten letters anymore. I keep my letters, all of them. I have a box in my closet. Me too. And I keep all of them. I have birthday cards from like 2011 <clears throat> in there. So find yourself a pen pal and write to them. That is our recommendation for yes. this episode. I love getting mail. It makes me so happy. <laughs> Anyways, um, this is our first episode of our podcast, Ayokodaya, episode one. What's a new name? I'm Mao. I'm Maylin. Thanks for listening.
Bye. Bye.